Look, I wish you were with us in the studio right now, but it's good enough that you're at home or in the car, wherever it is that you are listening from this evening. Uh, this is Metro FM Talk on this very special Freedom Day as we mark uh, years of freedom where South Africans got the opportunity uh, to vote. And actually, it's not even an opportunity, but a right. It was on this day, 27th of April, 1994. Now, I'm sitting here with a living legend. He really is. At this moment, if, like, if you could blush, you'd be blushing right now. Oh, yeah, anyway, I turned 60 on the 18th of April. Maybe, maybe I, I could, but the uh, Department of Sport, Arts and Culture has uh, classified the legends as the over-70s. Abohostics. But I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Ne? My definition of, of being a legend, Dr. Sipositole, mm-hmm. is because you have, you literally are an institution mm-hmm. on your own as far as music is concerned in this country, as far as not only just music, but music heritage and culture. Mm. But not only music heritage and culture, but also activism, mm. uh, because that is really what you've embodied throughout your your career. And and we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> numbers are not what they used to be, because yes. Yes, yes, 60 on the 18th of April, I turned 60. Wow, and happy I'm, birthday. I'm now on the road almost every day because I'm training for a comrades uh, to celebrate my 60 years. Wow. The last time I ran comrades was in 1989. I think I was 27. Why? Yeah, it was eight hours. I but then, yeah. did you did you did hours. you finish or was it, was it in eight hours? Wow, mm. that's absolutely amazing. Mm. Well, we are behind you for your next comrades, mm-hmm. but let's talk about Islilo by Osakile, which which is the, the track that we are playing um, mm. as 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 a warm introduction to you. And and I must say, I, I was so impressed. You saying oh, Uzbanbani on the drums. Uzbanmani on percussion. Uzbanmani. <laughs> so, so literally, yeah. why why is this song in your heart? You why know, does it have a, a special place for you? Umfoganzele uh, Unat, who is also an institution now, like Metro FM, seventeen years behind the compilations. When and when he invited me um, to come today, and I want to thank him and thank Metro FM. I said to him, for my, for this discussion we are going to have, I want you to start our discussion with Isililo by Isakil. This song, I mean, um, holds a special place in my heart, uh, firstly because of what just happened in KZN, I mean, with the, with the floods and the number of people that perished and uh, people who are homeless now and all of that. So there is, a, there is a cry. It's a cry that is happening out there. But I also wanted to locate this song in 1982. But Isaac Hiller comes out with this album in 1982 uh, um, and it was self-titled Sakile through a record label called uh, Moonshine uh, Records and it had one of the some of the best musicians in this country mm. as you could hear um, the late uh, Sipoku made on bass the late Mabitobe Jane on, on, on percussions Ngene um, Kaya Kaya Matangu on saxophone um, my daughter Matunjwa on drums, Menyatsa Matol on on guitar, Tembam Keys was a living legend on on keys. But this is six years after 1976. Mm. It's half a dozen years after 1976, 
and it is at the height of the international political pressure against apartheid. And this is also the same year that um, Oliver Tambo in Tanzania um, at the ANC conference declares uh, 1982 as the year of unity and also to really, really um, enhance the struggle against apartheid. And also the year of sanctions, mm. you know. But it is also also the year that the South African Armed Forces uh, raided Maseru Lesotho and um, and killed 41 people. Also, they raided. They went into Zimbabwe to destabilize the ANC there. They also bombed the ANC office um, in London mm. in 1982. So there was a lot of things that were happening. But what it says to us is that the the, the musicians, much as um, unfortunately sometimes in this country we look at them as entertainers, a musician is someone who sits outside of society and observes it from the outside, critique it, and then, and then out of what they observe and what they see, they write something. Mm. And that's, that, that's actually a comment I made a bit earlier on today, mm. Mm. Um, that I think it's a West African word, the griot. Yes, I'm a griot. That they would use, because a griot is mm. basically a, a poet, mm. but who speaks of the sign of the times. Yes. You're basically a prophet. Yes. Um, and, and you use music as the medium in order to communicate ililo. Yes. 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 So that's, um, that was the year. And 1982 was a very interesting year. But the artists were not just sitting under the tree. They were writing. They were writing and alerting the world what was happening. So that's why... The, the music, um, without music, we would not have known what was happening. In 1963, Miriam Makeba went and addressed the General Assembly um, at the United Nations using culture to highlight the plight, to say, do something. I mean, we, we lost a lot of uh, um, people, not dying as such, but from this country, who left the country and use this medium, which is music, to, to talk about the plight of, of blacks in South Africa, the freedom that we have today. I mean, there was a group called Amandla, which Jonas Kwanga, the late Jonas Kwanga was leading, uh, which was based in, in Tanzania. It was a group of activists in exile, but more in culture, who were traveling around the world raising funds for, for our exiled um, people who were living in, 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 in camps in Tanzania, in Zambia, um, and, and they never stopped w with this music. That's why for me, when I entered the, the, this field, out of Papa and into Abo, as I was saying, <clears throat> I said to myself, if I am going to have an impact in the music industry, what kind of artists and creative am I going to associate myself with and what are they going to say? Because music has got a lot of things to say, but a few people are listening, you know. Um, a few people are listening, you believe that? Yeah, uh, because you just check now we Instagram, there's people just dancing. And I'm like, okay, are you dancing to the beat or are you responding to the message? You, it's funny because you, you mentioned that earlier on, I was watching an, another message that was coming mm. up on Twitter. Mm. And a woman 
had the Teletubbies on. Yeah, when Teletubbies mm-hmm. laying mm-hmm. and in Ghana, he he na Teletubbies, but mm-hmm. she switched the music off, mm-hmm. and then Akulur u Mam Rebecca. Yes, mm-hmm. and and she was busy doing the signs that the mm-hmm. Teletubbies mm-hmm. were doing, mm-hmm. and and what a beautiful way I thought mm-hmm. to teach children what yes. you want to teach them mm-hmm. because the sound and the beat makes it enjoyable. Yes, but the message is in the lyrics. The message is in. The is lyrics. it not better? to have a message that can then even if it's over time come to consciousness of the nation then not to say anything at all or to say something in a way that is dry that people will not understand and then there isn't even a chance of them ever getting what the message is is music not that bridge that can help us speak and say the the difficult things yes and no, have for those sure conversations? There, there has to be a, a, an accompanying noise but there must be an over- overwhelming message on top of that noise so that um people are not lost in the pit but they are they are so consumed uh, in the message do we have that now because what's quite clear and 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 this has mm. been illustrated throughout the day on metro mm. We have Umam Ivon Chakachaka mm. who is coming through. We had, you know, different artists speaking mm. about the message that is imbued within the mm. music. Mm. Now that it's post-apartheid, how do you evaluate the music and the messaging within that music for this generation? Are we or is this generation playing their part? Remembering too mm. that each generation has its own struggle and each generation has its own message. What an what an interesting question and very complex question but also timely because there's um an article that i wrote it came out from out of a journal it's the it's the global hip hop journal it's been published in washington dc i wrote an article it came out about 2 months ago the title of that article is two genres one mic is it a rap party or a quieto jive, <laughs> the revolution betrayed. Wow. In that article, I am critiquing the role of the one who holds the mic today, whether they are using the mic for its intended purpose or they are actually abusing, or they don't even realize how important the microphone is. That if you are there on stage, with all that is happening post-apartheid, are using the microphone to critique or to even get people to remember not to forget why we have this freedom and also just to appeal to the youth not to let go especially with what i mean what are we talking about now 67% unemployment mm-hmm. yeah young people about 35% just total uh, 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 unemployment then you ask yourself so we've just played this in 1982 why then why what were they struggling for but who's saying something about that are young people now reminding the 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 the, the political principles that you promised us something and we don't see it or are they just dancing to the beat so that is the issue so my 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 article basically just critique and slashes quieto and hip hop to say you've betrayed the revolution because you forgot why you have the mic. And 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 maybe let's open this um mm. up for for you at home mm-hmm. contribute to this conversation. Are you in agreement with Dr. Sipose Tole that the likes of Kwaito and hip hop have actually betrayed the liberation 
what are your views? What are your thoughts? Give us a call on 089-110-3377. Or if you want, you can send us a voice note. The number is 079-191-4270. Has popular culture, popular musical genres betrayed the revolution, as Dr. Siposhitole uh, proposes now? Before you came in, we played Utandiswa Mazwai. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and she is one of those conscious artists. Mm. Earlier on today, I actually tweeted uh, when, when Proverb and Lerato um, Khanyahu were on air and they played one of the songs, Got Double HP Harambe. Mm-hmm. And I was, list- I was driving, I was in the car at the time. And the lyrics of that song say, I wasn't there and I can't even imagine how it was like carrying Mo Hector mm-hmm. Peterson. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's like to ever be choked by Itia Guess. Um, and, and that's what Jabba was saying. He said, mm-hmm. that was before my time. Mm-hmm. But I cannot not acknowledge those who have come before me. Mm-hmm. I cannot not acknowledge that there has been sacrifice for me mm-hmm. to even be here and to have the opportunities that I've made. Would you not say that there are pockets of consciousness and that there are artists who are speaking about the current situation and acknowledging where they're coming from based on just these two examples that I've given? The question is, who is listening? That is the question. Because, you know, my, my, my entire PhD thesis was really addressing that very same question. Young people are speaking, but is anyone listening? All right, Let, let's ask you. Look, young people, the music is there, you're dancing your heart out, mm. but are you, are you listening? Are you really listening to the message? Give us a call, let us know. 089-110-3377, 089-110-3377, or send us a voice note on 079-191-4270. It is exactly 739. Metro Bem Talk in conversation with Dr. Siposi Tole founder of Native Rhythms, and we'll be talking about that in, in, in just a minute, and the artists that he has represented and remembering as well uh, the call out. I, I see some of you are still holding. We'll be back with you in just a moment. Do stay with us. It is exactly 7.41 on Metro FM Talk. I'm at Tamingubeni on this Freedom Day. Uh, I wonder, uh, Dr. Stolaguti, are we still saying freedom is coming tomorrow? Get ready, Mama, <laughs> prepare for freedom. Or are we saying freedom has come? The mm. line is open for you. 089-110-3377. We do have Putjablani on the line calling us from Eteguini. Saubonabab, Wamgelegil. Molueni, Molueni, Molueni. Guys, look, I, I just want to make an, a simple example because I really agree with uh, Ujobe. I think it's spot on when, when he really says, I, you know, these guys, they don't realize the power that they have, our youth or artists. But what I also see is that they are using this power negatively. Um, recently, there was a there was a video that was uh, <coughs> circulating of students who were smoking dacha, mm-hmm. and uh, the song there was. Something I think it was a hip hop song or whatever I don't know what to call the things, but it was talking about intango, 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 mm-hmm. and we had these number of students who were who had gathered, you know, and smoking young girls, young girls, you know, let alone the boys, but mm-hmm. young girls, 
And so I really, I really agree with you, Baba Uguchi. They don't realize the power that they have. And without the realization of that power, I don't think we will see any revolution because we do need revolution in this country. I don't think we will see anything like that, you know, soon. So I agree with you, Baba. No, it's, it's definitely um, uh, correct um, because I saw the video myself. Um, it's quite shocking. I understand that all those kids have been suspended. Um, <clears throat> but the reason why we've got corruption and all what is happening here is because no one is scared. And you know why? Because no one is saying anything through the music. Who should they be scared of or what should they be scared of? They should be scared that society is watching. But society is not one person. It's not a microphone. <clears throat> society is represented by the multiplicity of voices of people holding the mic. So if, 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 if those that are holding the mic are warning the officials to say we are, we are watching because this is what we were promised <clears throat> and this has not happened. Instead, this is what is happening. And of course, I'm not saying that there hasn't been... Um, um, artists we have written, even in, 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 in my hip-hop thesis, I do highlight um, um, some of the artists that have written extensively about the hope or the lost hope, you know. Um, um, there's, there's a song by Reason called Selfish Politics, which he had uh, written and released just before the local coming elections. <coughs> and there he says, we know you are coming to us now because we are, it's about time for us to vote, but we're not going to vote. Uh, I mean, of course, it has some swearing words there because he's, speak, he's speaking what he, he, he's saying. There's an artist that probably nobody knows. Um, he used to come from a group called GP Gangster, uh, Reverend Tumza. Reverend Tumza says, <coughs> we are hustling. I try and put a, 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 a table at the corner, lighting the bylaws. And backtitled and everything I die. So what am I going to do? I'm going to take AK-47 and go and commit a cash and transit heist. You know, so so when 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 that July happened last year, and it's funny because that's exactly what I was saying in my thesis that uh, in during apartheid music was censored. If it had dangerous lyrics, subversive lyrics, it would be censored from air. But if we had used Yatina positively to listen to everyday songs that are, are, are playing, to hear what is the general narrative, what are people complaining about, you can actually write, write a lot of policies and, and development uh, programs just having listened to what people are saying. But because nobody listened, July happened. <coughs> it was just waiting for something to happen because young people would have said that in their music before. <coughs> Do you believe that those who are in the corridors of power, those who have the, the, the responsibility of putting together policies, are they listening now, post-July, or is it same old, same old? They should be listening if they are, if they are really um, serious about, um, if they are concerned about what happened. They, they should be listening. And um, we, we will see with um, the programs that they are, they are, they are coming up with, but they should, they should be listening. Let's talk to Usia Bonga calling us from <coughs> Johannesburg. Sanborn, welcome. Austin from Alberton. Uh, very good evening to you, Austin. Hi, Sister Andy. How are you? I'm very well, Baba. How are you today? Good. Thank you so much. Awesome. Uh, Dr. Strolle, I hope you're all Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm good, Austin. 
Thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, look, uh, uh, first of all, I would love to read the thesis by Dr. Sitol. I think he's 100% spot on. Uh, as I was listening to him speak, uh, I could feel goosebumps, you know, all over my, my mm. body. I'm Thanks. shivering. You know, um, we need that as young people in this country. I feel like we are lost. Uh, we, we were following other people's cultures and trends. And that is why we see what we see. You know, if, 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 if a young South African is going to try and emulate being someone from America, and, and they do not know what the likes of the late uh, Jonas Kwangwa, Mama Miren Makeva, and all of them, the Hugh, mm. have done, uh, you know, with their, with, their, with, their, with their music, and trying to, not just to entertain us, but really to conscientize us as, 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 as African people about what we had, we had been through. Mm. Mm. And, and, and really, I, 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 do, I do agree with you, there, uh, Dr. You know, I, I listened earlier on Sistani, to the to the Kibo Touch uh, program, where he had some of these young uh, artists. They're not really young, but they, I think he had uh, TK, mm. um, Silico as well, and Silico as well. And I would have loved to hear what would Doctor Stone say to them when he says that the the, the, the younger generation had sort of sold out in the revolution. In that mm. musical uh, message, that is, I think it would have been a very interesting uh, topic. But I do 100% agree with Dr. Sitola. Yeah, <clears throat> I think uh, just quickly, Austin is right because if we have a country that is not scared of young people, it means young people are not doing anything. And 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 what's important as well is to remember that it is the young people who are the proponents of revolutions. Mm. It is the young people who actually bring about change. So if the young people are drugged up, mm. if they are drowsy, mm-hmm. if they are preoccupied, mm-hmm. it means Uguti Amatuba now. Because the people who are actually the fire stokers are sleeping. It was Nelson Mandela when they were in the youth league who were agitating for um, uh, an arms struggle because they just said, we're not getting anywhere, you know. They were, they were young. Where are those young people today? I'm not saying <coughs> we should agitate, but there, there, has to be, there has to be some revolution, social revolution that is going to see the marginalized people and vulnerable groups saying, at last now we can see the fruits of freedom. Well, we're going to veer a little bit into the political mm. uh, because of, of, of just where you, you went. Mm. Talking about young people, they're the likes of Julius Malema, for example, mm. you know, relatively young. Mm. And, and that is what one looks at when you look at South African politics about young people standing up and saying we need and we want something different. Are you saying that we need a similar type of formation, but in the musical and cultural sphere where we'll, there will be a, a, a collective consciousness of artists who are saying, this is the message of the times, this is what we are wanting to see, and we are going to revolutionize our message. I'm saying it should not even be a movement. It should just be natural. Organic. I, I'm not asking for a movement or for a formation of a <clears throat> um a revolutionary part or anything. I'm just saying it should just be organic, that young people should be questioning that they, they want their lot now. I mean, as I'm saying, 67% of, of young people are unemployed, and, and, and yet they are busy dancing. 
you know, just check Instagram. <laughs> it's just like dancing. I'm like, wow. But, but what are you dancing about? Yeah. What are you celebrating what are you for? Ce- celebrating, you know. Let, so, let's let's pause it right yeah. there, uh, Babu Stolo. We'll be right back. It's exactly seven fifty-one. Uh, this is Metro FM Talk. Siagbona Babu Siabonga holding uh, for us from Johannesburg. We'll be taking your call when we return. It is exactly 7.54 on Metro FM Talk in conversation with Dr. Asipo Sitole. And we are taking your calls on 089-110-3377, talking about the role that young people ought to be playing in the revolution. Should there be a revolution? Um, and Dr. Sitole was saying a little bit earlier on, Guti, you know, what change are the young people going to bring if all they're doing is just dancing? And the the question he's asked really is, it's not so much the dancing that's the problem, but a, a lack of awareness about messages that are being said and messages that are being communicated. On the line, Wawusia Bonga from Johannesburg. Good evening. Welcome. Good evening, Cecilia Bulela on the radio. I've been calling since Big Zulu was there, but I never came through. <laughs> Welcome, Siabonga, that you managed to come through. Please go ahead, Baba. Yeah, bosses. I wanna me. What I would want to to say to the young age, like my age people, me for one, I'm and, kept and, and, up and by what's, you know, and what's your age, Baba? I'm thirty years old. Thirty, okay. Half of yes, me. Me, like, <laughs> like from two thousand and six, I've been listening to Lil Wayne. He's been keeping me up in the depressed situation. He's been there for me. His message, you see, back home, I'm from Adelaide in the Eastern Cape. Mm-hmm. Back home, there's this guy that would always say, in the best day, when they're preparing that seven-color meal, you eat what you eat and you leave what you don't eat. Mm. Rather mm. than just just dancing for a five-minute song, my age group or the younger ones, they should listen. They should crave to say the exact words of what the guy is singing or the girl that is singing. You understand? Because, mm. manja, we, we're only going to dance. You understand? But we are not bringing something. But if if we really want to keep the youth in the right, let's start back. Let's go back to the drawing board. Let's go to the schools. Let's create sport activity. In Anzika, I'm active, because I dropped I drop out of school. You understand? My passion was rugby back then. But back home, there was no uh, proper rugby. You understand? Mm-hmm. So, Ngawa. I found myself good okay, but Lil Wayne was there. First, mm-hmm. there's a song from Lil Wayne that said, my father told me not, not to chase his good, but to chase money. You understand? Mm-hmm. Today, I'm in Joburg. Uh, I'm making it. I'm I'm trying. I'm pushing. Sancho, we might not have the same background, but then Umdu should try the nearest thing that he can do to change, to give back to your community. Right? I'm here, I'm not doing much, but I'm planning to go home and host a rugby game, a netball game, a everything, to take the youth from the shops, to take them from a tavern, because in rural areas, they don't have anything to do than to listen to whoever is singing, to dance, to go out Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, Monday, the whole week, Smekam Gashop, Asiazgutis Funan. So, it's like that. I remember uh, before Abu Kansil Labad, who, who were just uh, finishing their five year, there was Umsava in Adelaide, in Adelaide and Bedford. They were talking about uh, giving opportunities. I'm a, I'm a construction company for youth. 
how many will get lesser companies? How many will afford to keep the companies on paying USARs, paying this, paying this? The company earns We need to go back to a drawing board. We need to, to try. We don't have necessarily to create any savings, but we need to keep them busy with something. Mm. Siabonga, thank you so much um, Thanks, for Emma. that. A, a very worthwhile comment. <laughs> yes, for sure. And, and I wonder, Dr. Stole, are bread and butter issues not sometimes a hindrance here uh, for artists? As in, if you're going to position yourself as a revolutionarist, um, you know, how is that going to impact your commercial viability? Uh, will you be able to survive? What What are your thoughts? Should that even be a consideration? Or does one, or, or, or does Why? one, should they decide to become an artist? Just say, well, I'm sacrificing myself for the cause. Let the fourth soul where it may. It's all in the melody, really. It's all in the melody. The message is the message, but the melody, if the melody is is, is attractive, people will still support. All I was saying is that, of course, I just don't want to reduce the discussion to say we want revolutionary artists. All I was saying is that young people hold the mic. And they must use the mic to remind daddy politics why they were struggling in the first place. That's all. And they have the mic, they've got the power, but I think they are not recognizing the power that they have. Um, um, you, you can still have um, big, there are big artists. Bob Marley. <laughs> Conscious music. The, you started with the song Gatanis uh, Balaza, which is uh, I, I, I produced that album and 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 composed the music and and the chorus. Uti koko begum tuala guni nushupega little kero child umazbulali sana. If you take my hand, I will show you how to dream. You know, this is ni- this is two thousand and four, and she's basically saying that it's time for the elderly not to 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 struggle anymore. You know. Uh, because uh, the liberation, the freedom is here, you know, and the child must not lose hope and commit suicide because something is going to happen. The question is, has those things happened? Still not. And who's putting the question to the person who's supposed to make those things happen? The young people are supposed to put put the question. You're talking about a symbiotic relationship Mm. that has various elements that play a different part. They are the artists who Mm. will compose the music Mm. and will shine the spotlight Mm. on what needs to be changed. Mm. But then the young people are the ones who then need to hold authority to account based on what it is that they have. What they've had, yes. Because they've been awakened to this revolution and they've been awakened to the ills of society. And the young people then need to take that awakening and and put it at the doorstep Mm. of those who are able to make a change change. in their lives. You've summed it exactly that the one who holds the mic tells the one who's listening. And the one who's listening must act. Before I let you go, Ngobis Katinga, mm. in 1998, you gave birth to, to Native Rhythms. Yes. Mm. That's four years after we got the vote in mm. this country. Mm. And looking at the track record of the type of work that you've done and the mm. artists that you've worked with, it's a genre in many ways. It and, is. And, and, if, and if one would try and define that genre, I would say it's conscious earth music mm. yes. right you've had Osipogazi you've got the soil mm. Zulu boy mm. Mm. Yes. what was your intention when you gave birth to Native Rhythms <laughs> well Tandiswa was not at Native she was at Galo but produced but you by, produced, yeah, produced yes, yes. by myself right 
I, I wanted dignified music that's got a long shelf life and artists who are not going to be, to be replaced by a song by another artist in 12 months. Artists who will still be there and be listened to just like Miriam Makeba died on stage at the age of 84 because she was relevant throughout. Huma uh, Sigela, same thing. But I also wanted a label that is culturally, that is rooted in the, in, in the culture and our tradition, but that is also aware of what is happening in South Africa. And then using the artist to do that and to keep talking about, uh, 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 about that. And naturally what then happened, which was not planned, I never got artists who came to us that did not belong consciously to the values of native rhythms. You could just see that they, they just selected themselves. They would come to native, and those that did not belong, they wouldn't come to native. Uh, we never had artists with drug issues and all of that. I mean, I turned six on the 18th of April, as I was saying. I've never seen drugs men in my life. I've only seen them in movies. I don't know what drugs are. And yet, I mean, showbiz, uh, I mean. And we had those artists. The first thing I ask them when they come, who are you? I will see. No, no, no. No, before deep cloof. Before. Now we have a problem. How are we going to write music if we don't have the source? A phone. Let's write music. Now we are as manji, right? You know? Like I, I saw, I mean, of course, these are young people in the studio. Everyone that was was here, I did not see the surname. Surnames are very important to me. There was Jablani, there was no surname. There was Austin, there was no surname, you know. And um, if it was me, Ngale, Bengzut Ubani Sbong, can it visit message? Then we connect, then we can talk. No, I can't say Bengkuma no Siabong, but it's a bang. Hey, as a young jet or one, you know. So, you have no I can't connection. Relate. Yes, I can't relate. You know, of course, Lindsay is Yeah, at least low. We could make it. Low. They also take in angazo. Puma go petewin. Austin was uh, was uh, Albertin. So, in native has always been like. That's why the name was called Native Rhythms. Is it an extension of yourself of who Ujomb is? Yeah, and I don't know. I it just happened. Um, this is this is who I am. Um, very rooted, and and proudly so. Very Zulu, educated, well travelled. I'm a corporate strategist. Um, an anthropologist. I, I'm an anthropologist. I'm now at the University of Johannesburg. I'm, I'm a research fellow there. We're writing serious stuff. You know, we're doing great things. Bengalanje, mm. can mm. I just read this for a moment, okay. right? This is a bit about Babus Tole, who mm. we've been speaking to now. He was a doctor of philosophy in anthropology, a bachelor of science in political science and international relations, and, and that he got from the U.S., a master of science in industrial relations and personnel management, that from the London School of Economics. Um, so, and, and, and I'm sure this can also <laughs> end, 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 end. Mm. So I want to ask you, I mean, you wear different hats, and, mm. and, and I assume that that appeals to different parts of you. Mm. What has led to this, and which came first? Is it the academic that came first, yeah. or is it the creative that then said, I need a backup plan, I will need to pivot at some point. Let me have something, quote-unquote, to fall back on, as some of the elders would say you need. What came first was hunger. 
Uh, I lost my father in 1975 and became a garden boy from the age of 13. That's, I was a garden boy in Yellowwood Park uh, in a white neighborhood uh, uh, in, in Durban. And then the only thing that I ever wanted was to go to school because I started school when I was, when I was 11. Kaluna 11. Kaluna 11, yes, 1973. That's all I ever wanted to do. So education to me was the one thing that came first. And the desire not to see my mother going to bed like me, like, 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 like uh, uh, we were growing up. So, and then I knew that the only way I could do that to save my entire family is to get the right education, get the right jobs, and then use my, my income to lift up everyone and make sure that no one goes to bed. Like I tell my siblings and my sisters, if you tell me what you have not eaten for the last two days, I will kill you myself. But I know what it is like not to eat. So education. He learned culture. I think it was in, at home. My father, we, I mean, Spumem Singer. So we, culture and tradition was always and I think I got more attracted to it when I was in the U.S. Because that's when you get questioned. Who are you? You said you are an African. But we don't see an African in you. He's just like us. Then you start asking yourself, actually, Ngambela, Ngambela. So the things we brag about, I'm saying, Pumekas, I mean, I, in New York, they don't care about the Pumekas. They want to know the Africa, the Africa, Africa. They don't you know? want you sounding all hip hop yeah, uh, uh. trying to mimic them and trying to be like <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah. And then, I mean, as we wrap up, I, I then really am, um, one thing that I pride myself is I'm a corporate strategist. I'm, I, I, I strategize, I do it with my eyes, uh, eyes closed. And that is what has earned me income to be able to even finance my own passion which is native rhythms and do the arts and all of that you know so um i am an arts practitioner and a cultural strategy uh, cultural practitioner and a corporate strategist academic <laughs> Tolle, it's been an absolute pleasure and an Thank honor you. drinking from the well um that you you drink from and gleaning from your life experience and from the things that make you breathe and that fuel you uh, mm. You really are, as I said earlier, on an institution. And, and for the work that you have done and the work that you will continue to do, we salute you, all 60 years of you. <laughs> and I would not have achieved that if I did not have a supporting uh, wife and mother. Uh, because I do all sorts of crazy things, and she just let me do that, you know? <laughs> Beautiful. Amazing, yeah. amazing mm. woman, mm. an amazing man. Mm. Yes, awesome to have you, so you here sure. as Dr. Back. Sipo Sitole. Uh, a, a, so a man much. really who just award-winning music producer, anthropologist, researcher, creative economy consultant, business and corporate strategist. And there's something to glean from what he said at the end, what the education came first. And, and, and maybe that's something, you know, worth thinking about, about positioning yourself to be in a position where you are able to finance your dreams because some dreams are so expensive and not that they need money, what they take from you is your very soul and they demand of you your very essence. Mm. So how about ensuring that you are able to finance your dreams where money is not an issue, where you do what you love and you do what you are called to do, not because it's quote-unquote your profession or you need to survive, but because you've got a message to tell. Because if you don't do this, you feel like mm. and it's the end of you. Mm. Maybe that's mm. a way to think about it. How about positioning ourselves through education to be able to finance our dreams? It's 10 minutes after 8.